good afternoon, good afternoon. Depends on when you're listening to this. And welcome to another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. This series, we're doing another Mike and Eve. Today, I have both Mike and Eve. Um, today, we want to talk to you guys about some things that are really important as we are closing out the year of 2020. Um, we want to first start with PPP loan forgiveness. Um and kind of what the processes are, how things are moving. And I want any person that is listening to this that has any questions that are more in-depth, feel free to reach out to um, our office, and we'll go from there. So, first question. Um, Eve, PPP loan forgiveness. What is the time frame? What is the application like? What, what kind of businesses are required to do? So, pretty much if you took out a loan, EIDL, uh, or PPP, you want to contact first off your banker okay. and see what the process is to move forward with getting the loan forgiveness. Um, there's three form. Well, there's one form, the standard form, which is a 3508, and the 3508 is basically if you did have to reduce uh, your employees or salaries, then you have to fill out that form. It has longer calculations, and um, the other two simpler versions are the 3508. Easy, and that's if you were over fifty thousand. But it's still simpler than the thirty-five oh eight, and then the thirty-five oh eight S is the simplest version of all of them. That's if you're under fifty thousand. That's the one you want to fill out. It literally takes ten minutes to fill out. Where do they find those forms? Do they get them from their banker? Or that's why you want to contact your banker. And each bank has their own system. Okay. I know some of them have a portal where you literally just plug in everything in, okay. and you have a login and click submit. And then some of them are. On paper, you literally fill out the application. Oh wow! So if I'm going to um, fill out my S form, so let's just assume I'm an S, I got less than fifty thousand um, dollars. When I'm filling that out, what information do I need to have on hand in order to complete that application? The date you receive the funds okay. into your bank account, um, the PPP loan number, the lender PPP loan number, and that's the bank you'll have to contact the bank to get that number. And then also the amount of the EIDL advance if you receive one, and the EIDL loan number. Okay. Um, so, as for personal information to complete that, do you need to know revenue, expenses? Yeah. So if you use a third-party payroll service, then you'll need a uh, payroll summary report for the either eight-week or twenty-four-week period. And I know some of the banks are recommending to just use the twenty-four weeks because a lot of the People that took out those uh, funds didn't uh, necessarily use the entire funds for payroll in the eight weeks. And if you use the 24 week, then you don't have to use the calculations for utilities, rent, and all that. It's just that uh, you just use the, the payroll 24 week right, period for payroll. Okay, yeah. perfect. So um, let's jump to the easy form. So that's if I'm over 50000 in loans, but it's easier than the long 38 right. form. The requirement for that is you need to have uh, just not laid anyone off. I think the threshold is 25%, okay. not reducing salaries and or employees. And as long as you've kept your people, um, then you can fill that form out. Okay, perfect. Well, then um, everybody get a hold of your banker. If you're having any additional trouble with filling out paperwork or you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Eve. Eve is our expert. Um, and we can go so, there. So the forgiveness ends when? What, what's our time frame? You have until when to fill this stuff and finish it up? Ten months after the um, 
the time period. So on the last day of a 24-week period, you have 10 months from that. To 10 months. Okay. Okay. So um, one question that came my way yesterday was, what, are, what funds are available now? And as far as we know, there's nothing available now. Um, there's another $100 billion, um, that hasn't even been released. And, of course, Congress is fighting and Pelosi's fighting. Um, it sounds like there's $900 billion that may be released. We don't even know what that's going to be allocated for. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. They, they, they're off tomorrow, I think, or next Friday Congress is out for Christmas. I don't think it'll be done before in 2020. Well, so that kind of sets us up for 2021. This is kind of a hard pivot from the forgiveness side because I wanted to um, have a nice little added benefit of planning. So we just had our 2021 goal planning session in office um, just last month. And I think there's a lot of small businesses that don't do um, planning. So I want to kind of start with you, Mike, because this is something you brought into our office. This is something you've used for a long time with all the businesses you run and then you know where, where you came from in the corporate world. So I wrote down 2021 goal plan, who, what, who, what, why, when, and how. So who needs to be planning for 2021 and be doing like a, a, a true goal plan? Well, I, mean, I, I personally, I think everybody does because whether you're a small business owner or an individual, you know, you need to have a goal and what is my goal? In the financial world, it may be paying down debt, maybe increasing savings. Uh, it might be looking for a new job, updating my resume. It might be, you know, I want to learn some new things, new skills, so I have new opportunities. I mean, uh, from a business perspective, it's truly understanding your numbers from 2020, which, you know, depending upon the business you were in, it could be a phenomenal year to damn near out of business. Yeah. So I think that uh, with the corona virus vaccine coming, um, I tend to be an optimist, and by being that way, I'm going to look at 2021 as an opportunity truly for all of our businesses to take off. The only businesses that have struggled for us this year, the laundromats have struggled, but it's primarily because people aren't coming out like they normally would. The salon struggled because it was shut down, but the other businesses have done fairly well. Uh, we're still in business to talk about it. So yeah. we just sit down and we talk about our, reflect on the numbers we have, and then really set out where we're going to go. Because um, you're either growing or dying. There's yeah. no standing still. So how are we going to grow the business? So I think that's an important, for individuals to say, hey, I want to lose weight, I want to get in shape, I want to, whatever your personal goals are, to the business world of saying, I need to attract and keep good people, whether that's customers or employees, I need to attract and keep good people. Yeah. So, so if, if you were to even simplify it down to tips and tricks, if you're looking at and you're talking to an individual, what tips and tricks or a business owner, what tips and tricks can you give to them to create micro goals, to attain larger goals or those types of things? What we write things down, we have a goal planning sheet. Um, can you kind of explain that sheet? Well, there's several sheets. I mean, if, if we were to to break it down into simplicity, the first thing I would tell everybody is you need to look at your numbers and are your margins right? Because clearly in, in one business that comes to mind would be contractors. 
if you don't understand your numbers and a two before in June cost a dollar eighty and today it's five dollars, it's not gonna be very long and you're out of business because you're not quoting correctly. So you need to understand your margins. Um, and then you sort of need to project that into 2021, especially if there are commodities out there that you're, you're buying. Um, what can I protect my margins? Uh, what's my marketing budget going to be for next year? And, um, you know, is it going to be much more online? Is it going to be paper? Is it going to be billboards? Whatever that marketing is. And so you got to drill down into the numbers. Um, and then you, you really have to say, if we're going to uh, be successful next year, what's our percentage of growth? And if we say, well, we need to grow by 20%, um, how are we going to do it? You know, it, it, am I going to spend 40% more to get 20% growth? Well, as long as my margins are right, I should be okay with that. So I think that's where you got to really step back and say, what's my, what's my objective? Um, if I'm a realtor, you know, am I, how many listings do I want and how am I going to get those? How many closings am I going to have? So I, I think, um, you know, this is a perfect opportunity to really sit down and say, what's, what are the main things, the jugular issues to grow my business? And write them out on a piece of paper. Keep it real simple. So. Well, good. I think that's good advice for, you know, all types of people. I think there's something that we do that I always find interesting because it does kind of change every single time we do it, and that's the master dream list. Can you kind of explain what it is and why you find it so important and why you have everybody in the office fill it out every single year? So I've been doing it since 1988, and the master dream list, to keep it real simple, it's I want to go, I want to do, I want to be, I want to own, I want to learn. And if you just use those categories and you sit down with a with a pad of paper and a pencil and you sort of with your spouse or or your um, partner in business say okay I want to be what do we want to be uh, what do we want to do what do we want to where do we want to go what do we want to own what do we want to learn um, you'll be amazed that once you've slept on those things you've written out go back and put it in ink and once it's in ink you'll be amazed at how how that simple task or exercise puts in motion some amazing opportunities. And I say that because after 30 plus years of doing it, there's nothing other than writing in a nuclear submarine that I've ever <laughs> written down that hasn't happened. And that's the truth, or more. Um, you know, whether it's financial goals or, or traveling goals or you know, education goals, whatever it was. Um, once you write it down and you put it in, in ink, uh, it's it's a very powerful uh, exercise. So, Well, good. Um, so for all of those that are watching and listening, what we want you guys to know is that ending in 2020, looking towards your 2021, follow your dreams, write them down, and if we can help in any way, whether it's PPP, loan forgiveness, or planning your future, please let us know. Mike and Emma, thank you. Another good episode. Peace.